Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. And that, kids, is the sound of an insurrection, which took place yesterday at the Department of Interior. Oh, no, 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 I'm not joking. I'm not playing around. This is what happened. You had a group of angry environmentalists, which is redundant, and they were going after the Department of Interior because they want to save the trees, and the administration isn't doing enough to stop the, I don't know, whether it's deforestation or or who knows, they probably want to put in some kind of terrible pipeline that gives people uh, life and, and financial security. They want an end to fossil fuels. And so they showed up, what was it, 50 of them, 100 of them, whatever it is, and they tried to storm into the Department of Interior. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, so good to be with you. You'll notice you're seeing this story all over the place. Oh, my gosh, CNN and and MSNBC, they can't stop talking about the story. I ain't heard about it. It's everywhere. Wait, what, Producer Ari? No, I haven't heard about it. You You didn't hear about it? No, this is the first time. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's at CNN. I'm sure it's at MSNBC. I'm positive it is. Here, I'll t- I'll tune over to them right now and and here here they are talking about it. Mhm. Mhm. Uh-huh. That's Don Lemon right there. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Wolf Blitzer chiming in. Mhm. Wait, hold on. Wait a second. That's not Don Lemon. That's not Wolf Blitzer. Cuz they're not talking about it. We should note that the police had to use tasers to stop them. This is what happens when you fight for liberty. It's funny. That's what they said on January 6th. It's what they said on January 6th. First things first, somebody check on Representative Ocasio-Cortez and make sure she's not scared. Oh, man. No, no, make sure she's not in fear for her life. I want to know. That's mean. No, it's not mean. She was nowhere near where the Capitol riot took place, but I can appreciate that she was frightened. I think it was frightening. I wonder how the people inside the Department of Interior felt. I wonder if anybody is going to ask them. I wonder if CNN is going to have a panel conversation about the fear coursing through their veins as you had 100 people showing up. And, oh, well, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm watching the, uh, the, the video here. Uh, they're white. Oh, they are, they are whitey white. Am I allowed to say that? Can I get a ruling on whitey white? Approved. Thank you. 
and 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 so I'm I'm watching and is that is that police officer is that police officer black that police officer keeping them from getting in the building is black so you had a group of rabid white people attacking a black police officer and CNN and MSNBC are nowhere to be found what is that rabid white people rabid white people which by the way is a great name for a band may I suggest getting that domain now before it's too late Get that domain right now, would you please? Insurrection. How is it not? How is it different? Because it didn't happen at the Capitol. It happened on an institution of government. Same thing, right? Or only when it happens to members of Congress. Not when it happens to business uh, owners in Minneapolis who have their stores burned to the ground. Because after all, according to Joe Scarborough, taco stands are not as important as the Capitol. Uh I get much more value out of a taco stand. And very often it provides more value to the society at large. It was an insurrection and nobody's talking about it, and that's stunning. But it's par for the course. It is standard operating procedure for a world gone mad. And it is indeed a world gone mad. I want to share with you something else. This is... I, now, I, I should be clear. I, I, sh I should spell this out just a little bit, uh, explain it out just a little bit. This was a video that I saw on social media that originally came from TikTok. I put forth to you that this could be made up. But I cannot tell. And therefore, I ask you whether or not this is real or fake. Real or fake? Here's how we play our game. I will play for you a video. I'm sorry, audio. I will play for you some audio. And you will tell me, is this really happening in society or not? I will play the audio. You will decide whether it's really happening or not. On Twitter, at Tony Katz is where you can you can uh, tell me uh, what, what you think. And, of course, you can email me, Tony at TonyKatz.com. Are you ready, Producer Ari? Dude, I'm anxious. Let's do it. Is it real or is it not? Here you go. Hi. Do you have a minute? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one? I can give you one. Why do I... I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? Let me set the situation. This woman has pulled up to the drive-thru of a fast food restaurant. And the man inside will not give her her food until she puts on a mask. Hi. Uh, you have a mask? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one? I can give you one. Why do I... I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? That's what, that's what I, I just need you to wear a mask. Can you, do you mind? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. <laughs> Producer Ari, I ask you right now, real or fake? I mean, it sounds real to me. I, in today's America, how would you even know? The actors could not be that good. Now, I want, it's, 
we can make fun of this all we want, how insane this is, that if you could tell somebody you'll give them a mask, but you can't give them the drink until they wear the mask, that's not a policy. That's insane. That's irrational. I, I don't know what kind of uh, drive through place this was. It's irrational. Anybody who thinks this is normal is out of their head. But I want you to go back and listen to the man discussing the, 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 the mask, that you have to wear the mask. I want you to listen to it again. Hi. Uh, you have a mask? No, I don't. I can give you one. Uh, you can give me one? I can give you one. Why I, do I... I need you to wear a mask. So you can hand me a mask? I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How... He had no answer. And I want you to pay attention now to the hesitation in his voice as he tries to rationalize in his head what it is he's saying and how he is overridden by the mantra of you have to wear a mask. When you listen to the hesitation, it is clear. I, By the way, I believe this is real. It is clear that his brain knows he knows in his soul that this is silly. If I can hand someone a mask, of course I can hand them the drink. But he has been told, the automaton has been told they need to wear a mask. They have to wear a mask. You can't hold, uh, give them any food until they wear a mask. You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? That's what, that's what I, I just need you to wear a mask. Do you hear it? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. I feel bad for the guy. Like, he clearly knows it's ridiculous, but it's company policy. If you've never read Atlas Shrugged, you need to. It's an extremely good book. The ending of Atlas Shrugged, and I don't want to give anything away when the guards are basically given an option to live or not. That's it. Oh, that's extreme, man. It's No, it's not. It's right there. He knows it's crazy. He does it anyway. He knows it's wrong. He does it anyway. He knows it is illogical and scientifically unsound. He's got he does bills it to anyway. pay. He does it anyway. The expression, he's got bills to pay, is exactly how control works. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying this is reality. I am making the argument that what we are seeing in society is A, conditioning, and B, fear. This is what we are experiencing. This is what so many of us are disgusted by. Yet this is what the Joe Bidens of the world and all of those enablers are proud of. You heard Joe Biden say how absolutely proud he is of the vaccine mandates. He's overjoyed by vaccine mandates. What could be better than vaccine mandates? And it shouldn't divide us. Let's be clear. Vaccination requirements should not be another issue that divides us. That's why we continue to battle the misinformation that's out there. And companies and communities are setting up there, uh, stepping up as well to combat these, the, the misinformation. Southwest Airlines, at the head of the pilot, the head of the pilot's union and its CEO, dismissed critics who claim vaccination mandates contributed to flight disruptions.
doesn't matter. It's a lie. Of course it was the vaccine mandates that contributed to flight disruptions. Again, the propagandist-in-chief over here. People know that it's not right, and they are trying to figure out how they're supposed to square this circle. What we are watching is an obscenity. Listen to it again and ask yourself if you hear something that's completely insane or you hear the disintegration of the mind. Mask. I can hand you one, yeah. But you can't hand me the drink without a mask? You've got to wear a mask. How does that make any sense? That's what, that's what I, I just need you to wear a mask. Can you, do you mind? Well, if you can hand me a mask, why can't you just hand me the drink? I can hand you the mask. There's nothing healthy about society in that. And while, yes, we can clearly make fun of it and clearly laugh our heads off about it, the more you hear it, the more you listen to it, the more you dig into it, the more absolutely horrific society is. It is not a passing thing. Now, I've had some people on Twitter, by the way, at Tony Katz on Twitter, say, oh, I think it was this place or that place. I've been in some of those places, and they've never done that to me. I have never, ever been in a drive-thru where someone said, you have to put a mask on. It's never, it has not happened. Has not happened. And thank goodness. But I must say that once you get past the giggle of what is this craziness, She's making perfect sense, and all he can say is, you got to put on a mask. All he can say is, you got to put on a mask. He knows it's wrong. He knows he's lying to himself. In the same way, we know that school boards and others are lying to kids when they say, well, you got to wear a mask to stop infection. We know it but we somehow condition ourselves to believe it. This first happened September 12th, 2001. The days soon after that, when we decided we need a TSA, and we were gonna have people take off their shoes and their belts, and we were gonna take grandmas in wheelchairs, and we were gonna feel them up to make sure they didn't have a bomb, and we were gonna take these, these grown men and women and put blue gloves on them and have them put their hands into a baby's diaper to make sure they were safe on a plane. We were attacked by Muslim extremists, and we tortured ourselves. Purposefully and willfully, we dumb ourselves down inside airports and go through this nonsense. Still, to this day, it has been 20 years, and we are still torturing ourselves, debasing ourselves. This is what we're doing. This is how we're treating ourselves. You heard producer Ari say, well, we haven't had an attack. That's not the argument. The argument is, can't you engage a conversation of safety without abusing the citizenry? And I believe that you can. And I believe that you should. And in either case, should we clearly pretend that we're doing good as opposed to doing good? Should we have people out there who knowingly are lying to themselves? They know their position is nonsense, and they do it out of fear for the dollar. And we should somehow think, oh, well, that's fine. We'll just play along. 
You can't have a society that grows that way. You can't have a society that builds that way. And by the way, Producer Ari, you're right. Thank goodness we haven't had another plane fly into a building. We've just had shoe bombers and people acting crazy on planes and growing. One of those is going to get way too violent one day. The TSA is about an attack on us, not about safety. You can hand someone a mask, but you can't hand them the drink. Is about an attack on us and not about safety. I'm Tony Counts. The Michigan Attorney General, her name is Dana Nessel, and oh, does she hate herself some Trump. Anyway, she has charged three women with crimes related to attempted voter fraud in the 2020 general election. Is that right? Voter fraud? In an election? That's not possible. Oh my God, okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay I thought this was the safest election ever. I mean, it was three people. The Secretary of State uh, and the Attorney General argue the charges show that when rare election fraud happens, current safeguards stop it. Well, good good, good for you. That's, that's what you think it says. Why were we told that anybody who talks about election fraud is somehow out of their head? Don't do that. Nobody said that. Many people say that all the time. What are you taking this 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 position for, producer Ari? Uns- Why are you doing this? I'm Why- no, everybody I'm- listening right now wants to punch you in the neck. Unserious. It's- if anyone says that voter fraud doesn't happen zero percent, they're wrong. Well, of course they're wrong. That's the point. But they go a step further. They say you're not allowed to discuss it. I, I think you're allowed to discuss it. I think you're allowed to engage it. I think you're allowed to research it. I think you're allowed to investigate it. Go right ahead. Yes. And this isn't the first case that we've seen coming out of 2020, and it probably won't be the last case coming out of 2020. The argument is that they say that you can't have the conversation, but they can. Should we go back into the Wayback Machine and see the times where people like Terry McAuliffe, the guy running for governor of Virginia, was talking about how he was worried about voter fraud in the 20, uh, 2020 election for Trump before the election. That, that It was always okay to say then, but based on your politics, well, now it's... Mm. Meanwhile, some comments from the defense secretary are really interesting. Oh, not the current defense secretary. I'm talking about Obama's defense secretary. I'll have those for you coming up. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today. Bitcoin over 61,000 just getting announced uh, that the SEC is going to allow for trading of Bitcoin futures. That just happened. So that's what's pushing it up. I don't know if that means there's going to be a crash on the other side. I have absolutely no I- idea. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you.
Uh, full disclosure, the amount of Bitcoin I own uh, is is beyond limited. I always, always very, very clear. I do play in the crypto world. Uh, that is not one I play. Because when I knew to play in it, I didn't have the money to do it. Couldn't bring myself to do it. And, uh, and it's at 60000 now. And it had fallen and done all the things. And you can own fractions and pieces and satoshis and things like that. But that is not my place. Don't do it. You you don't do it, Producer Ari. Oh. By the way, everyone is noticing that you, Producer Ari, today are outrageously mouthy. What's going on? I am I outrageously mouthy? I just I I there's times where I just I, be contrarian for contrarian's sake. There's times where I have my opinions, and it's a Friday, so you know. Ari, who hurt you? Who hurt me? I just got back from my wedding this weekend. It was beautiful. Yeah, is this why you're angry? Has married life turned sour? Oh my god! Talk to us. Ah, uh, I just it's Tony. She's 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 just the the marriage changed it all. Now she's saying so many anti-Semitic things. And I has just, she be, has she become racist? Uh, yes, and and you're sexist. A little bit racist. Well, you're a little bit ah, Avenue Q, my favorite. A little bit racist. So, which one is you and which one is your wife in this? Whoever, my wife is the one who who, who hurts the other person. Just kidding, Steph. I love you. Don't, oh, is that right? I lo- I just we I always joke about this with her and like I always you say always like, joke about the fact that she's a racist. No, I always yeah, so at home like when she'll be like Ari, can you do the dishes? And I'll be like you anti semite. And she like uh, she doesn't think it's that funny. But I want to make sure that the That's audience. That's not how it works. Yeah, I. That's not how any of this I, works. I, I talk a lot of crap to my wife, and it's it's a very unique relationship. You guys wouldn't get it. You, you, you're right. You're you you are absolutely right. I believe this is true of all relationships. By the way, if 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 somebody actually saw the relationship I had with my wife, they'd be like, "No way, it's not possible." We've been together for like seven years now, so like it's 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 we're we're perfect together. But so so the the the, the magic has has uh, has has dissipated. Oh, the, it's dead. The, no, the thrill, the thrill is gone. We are we are just Indeed. going through the motions. Yeah, right. It's, the love it's it's gone. It's we're we're just hanging in there by a thread. Right, just just dead inside, and you figured you'd have the wedding just to kind of create the spark. To get and then the you realize this isn't working. We want to get the gifts, and now that the gifts have dissipated, we're just like, boy, what did we do? Now I just got to look at you every day over breakfast. I know, unbelievable. Ugh. It's terrible. I like how this has turned into just an absolute ripping apart of Ari that he's going to have to deal with when he gets home. Oh no, oh. I, I don't, I don't, I love self-deprecation. It's it's it it fuels me. Let's let let let's. I cannot wait to hear what happens. Uh, one of the uh, sadder bits of news out there. I forgot what even I was talking about. Oh, I was talking about Bitcoin. One of the sadder bits of news out there is that Queen Elizabeth has been advised to cut back on cocktails. No, God. No, God, please, no. 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 Yes. According to sources, Queen Elizabeth enjoys a bone-dry gin martini. Good on her, by the way. She's been told to give up her evening drink. Uh, look, uh, QE2, listen to me. Liz, um, you survived the Blitzkrieg. You just call her QE2? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth II. That's pretty uh, disrespectful. Yeah, please, we're, we're close. You, you survived the Blitzkrieg. You survived having Prince Charles. 
Wow. You, you, you have held together the monarchy with style and grace, and we all know you told off Meghan Markle, and we would give anything to hear what you actually said. You want to have yourself a drink. You're 95. Stop it and have the drink. Enjoy yourself. Barbara Bush had herself a whiskey every single night up until her death. You go nuts. You want a bone-dry martini? Honestly, they should be setting up bartenders in front of Buckingham Palace to make you drinks morning, noon, and night. Are you, you don't listen to doctors. Of course they're going to tell you not to have a drink. You know what they don't know how to do? Live. Get out there. Oh, my wife just texted me. I want, I want Queen Elizabeth in a pub tonight saying, well, I heard the doctors and I said F them. And then having herself a cocktail. Holy crap. It'd be amazing. Uh, Producer Ari, did, did, did your wife just text you? Yeah, she said she was going to punch me when I get home. <laughs> that's that's video we need to see. She won't do it. She's soft. I have to. I have to. When there's a spider in the house, I have to take care of it. You think she's gonna punch me? Stop. Does anybody believe that there was when there's a spider in the house, you take care of it? I do with my bare hands. I'm very. I I'm not afraid of bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's. Nobody's buying into that. Yeah, I know. The political left is very upset because Joe Biden put together a Supreme Court commission, and this Supreme Court commission was going to look into packing the court. You know what packing the court is. Packing the court is saying, why can't we have more Supreme Court justices? Let's have 15 justices, and we'll do it now, and Biden will appoint them all, and that way it'll be a leftist court for forever. There is no rule as to the number of Supreme Court justices. You could have one. You could have 101. You could have four. Yes, it can be a tie. Of course it can. There's no rule. So when the political left doesn't get their way, they look to this idea of court packing. Now, many a Supreme Court justice has been opposed to this. They happen to think nine is a pretty opportune number. They think it's solid and provides a lot of value in that way. But the report, because you'll remember that Joe Biden wouldn't come out on a side, right? Joe Biden wouldn't um, come out and, and, and say that he opposes or favors court packing. He left it silent. And then uh, many gone to office, we're going to have a commission. Take a look at this. The commission has said, this is not a good idea. We do not endorse court packing. And the left has gone crazy. This report is an abomination. It assumes that today's Supreme Court is basically apolitical while fretting that reforms with any real teeth would politicize it and would potentially break democracy. Republicans must be thrilled with this outcome. It's a gift to the GOP. I don't believe that the court is apolitical. And I'm not so sure it would be realistic to think that a court is. I think the question before us should be whether or not the court is focused on the Constitution or focused on desire. I say this about the Obergefell decision. I say this about Roe v. Wade. Decisions that come not through the law but are created whole cloth, creating law out of whole cloth. Obergefell is about same-sex marriage. 
I have no issue with the states going down this road. And you'll remember that the argument was winning in the states. It was funny to see states like Massachusetts say, you have to recognize same-sex marriage and name the state, but they never said they had to recognize your gun permit. Why is it I have to recognize your marriage, but you don't recognize my gun permit? My gun permit, or at least my right to conceal or, or my right to carry and bear arms, is, uh, is in the Constitution. What, what, what do you got? You got a nonsense Obergefell decision that creates a lot of whole cloth. And for that reason, I would overturn it. Same-sex marriage can, can win out, create laws, do the things. Roe v. Wade is a usurpation of states' rights and absolutely was a miscarriage. And therefore, it should be overturned. And these things are going to come. You're going to see it in your lifetime. It's going to come that they're going to try and overturn Roe v. Wade. That's what's going to go down. So court packing doesn't seem to be in, in, the, in the cards. If, of course, you were to believe that Joe Biden cares what the commission says. Now, this is where it's interesting. I think it was Joe Concha who put out that the reason the commission was put together was to give Joe Biden cover for not doing it. Or, or cover because he hadn't made a decision. He didn't want to be on the record either way, so he created this commission. What has shown you that Joe Biden cares at all about the politics of anything? What has shown you this? What has shown you that Joe Biden isn't absolutely positively willing on every single level? to be as radical and leftist as humanly possible? The answer is, is nothing. He has shown you absolutely nothing that shows that he isn't willing to be radical as absolutely possible. So why would I think he's going to listen to this commission? Why would I think this? Something to ponder as this conversation progresses, which brings me into a, a subject I got into uh, last night, sitting there finishing up a, a, a cigar and getting into the, the, the conversation of where, what we've learned in the supply chain conversation. I've got lots to say about the supply chain conversation, never mind the, the Pete Buttigieg madness of paternity leave. He, he's been out for two months on paternity leave. We can't get the goods out of the ports. We don't have the truckers. We have laws in states and federally uh, that are uh, uh, disincentives to people working. And he's uh, he's on paternity leave. Well, he's allowed to. He's got two months. Uh, he doesn't care about the job. He's in over his head. He can't actually do the job. He doesn't have uh, the mind. He doesn't have the experience. He doesn't have the know-how. He's He is there as just so many members of this uh, administration are there as as uh, their cosplay. Selected for characteristics and not selected for aptitude. As my social media manager, uh, Sarah Smith, uh, points out, uh, this is the LARP cabinet. Live-action role-playing, LARP. It's very funny. It's a very good line. Very good line, Sarah. No, last night I was in a conversation about China. 
And with everything that's happening with the supply chain, we still have not brought drug manufacturing back to the United States. There is absolutely, positively, no reason for this. You cannot trust it in China. You cannot have faith that you will be able to get your goods. You simply cannot trust it. How could you? Then again, the bigger conversation goes, how could you possibly trust the communists? How could anyone? How can you trust these people who lie 24-7-365? We are not discussing your neighbor who is Chinese. Settle down. We're talking about the Communist Party and the people attached to it. Now, I have said this before in different ways and in different places, but I do believe that for national security, this should become policy. And the policy needs to go as follows. Chinese nationals are not allowed to own companies or land in the United States. If they own companies, they must be divested of it immediately, which means their share is sold. They no longer own the land. They can get fair market value, whatever it is we decide. I have argued for years that we should stop paying back the debt we owe to China because they steal our technology. Now they have given us COVID. There is no point in us pretending that we have a relationship of value. We may have a relationship of necessity, but they must be confronted with this force and with this reality. They are not allowed a foothold in the United States. Our Constitution is not built to give them the opportunity to destroy us. It is not a suicide pact. It is a way to live a life. And communists are not entitled to utilize what is ours for their purposes. No member of the Communist Chinese Party, no one who has ties to the Communist Chinese Party, is to be trusted for any reason. And it is of the utmost of national security that they are not allowed any foothold in the United States of America. You know, for the children. This is the policy by which I will start judging political candidates. This is the ideals by which I will demand... Politicos adhere. I favor trade. I have no issue with trade. I would only hope that China could actually be a nation that engages free trade with products that won't kill you. After all, we've all seen what the sheetrock does. But communism is evil. And while I would rather not trade with them at all, I would rather fully engage in an isolation game and let the world decide how they're going to move. Oh, you need them investing in nations in Africa? You need them investing in South America? Okay, you made your call. Goodbye. We'll develop other nations. We'll create other friendships. Develop trade relationships with other nations. I'm not talking about nation building. Central America. Why in the world should we have this conversation about migration and illegal immigration when we could simply help them build out better nations by engaging in more trade? This has to be the way it is. And I'm going to start demanding it from my elected officials. I'm Tony Katz.
And meanwhile, the markets continue to move. Dow Jones up over 300. NASDAQ up 60. Nothing stops this thing. Also, FDA approving the Johnson & Johnson booster for adults who already got the first dose. Woo. So here's the question. If you got vaccinated, but you don't get the booster, are you violating your company's mandate policy? Uh, maybe. That's going to be an interesting question. That's going to be an interesting question. Hmm. I know I'm mm. going to get the booster just because I need to travel for my honeymoon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm too. I, I'm too worried about it. After after uh, today, is your wife still gonna go on a honeymoon with you? I'll go without her, dude. Who cares? The plane tickets are bought. That's uh, marriage advice with producer Ari. It's gonna be a weekly segment. <sighs> Holy cow! This is Tony Katz today.